The numbers this week are 418,000, 31 and 20. Keep listening to hear the story behind them. Welcome to Colourful Numbers, the show that tells the stories behind the data. I'm Paul McNally. And I'm Lutfia Suleiman. The show is brought to you by Volume. Each week we take three numbers and build an important story around those numbers. You can get this show delivered straight to you over WhatsApp and share the whole show as a voice note with your friends. But more about that at the end of the show. First, Lutfia, let's hear those numbers again. The numbers this week are 418,000. 31 and 20. And this week, we're going to find out whether climate change will save the job market. How is this creating jobs? So I thought it was all doom and gloom and awfulness, but it sounds like this might also help people as well. We can think of the story of the phoenix, right? Once it explodes, (laughs) then it also gets a chance to be rebirthed. So I think what we're trying to do here is understand why climate change actually does also present some opportunities for us to change business as usual and to change the way we're doing things for the better. Okay, so let's start with the first number, 418,000. The most recent biodiversity assessment done by SANBI, that's the South African National Biodiversity Institute, thank God it's got an acronym, shows that the biodiversity sector has the potential to create 418,000 jobs in South Africa alone. These jobs could entail working in anything from conservation to horticulture to research and even biodiversity-based tourism and recreation. So if I'm a university graduate and I'm unemployed and I did it in a BA, for example, how am I going to get into biodiversity as a job? So even as somebody with a BA, that probably means you have a lot of like really crucial soft skills, good communication skills, right? So you could work in the tourism industry or you could work in the biodiversity sector, but not necessarily in the sense of working as a horticulturalist, which requires a specialist skill set, but just generally in an organization that works on biodiversity. So how are these biodiversity jobs and the swelling of this sector related to um, a better environment and combating climate change? So more jobs in biodiversity mean more people looking to work on renewable resources, right? So instead of people relying so much on, for example, coal mining or other forms of mining as the mainstay for their job options, they can transition. And that's the idea is that it's all about a transition that slowly but surely we will transition to getting more people to work in sectors that don't involve digging up non-renewable resources. So according to the same assessment, for example, the mining sector provides almost 434,000 jobs, which is actually comparable almost to the employment potential of the biodiversity sector. Now, compared to wait, something... Wait, wait, wait. So mining could get replaced by the biodiversity sector and people would be able to still stay in work. Okay, so it's not that simple. We are talking about moving slowly over from jobs in traditional sectors such as mining to jobs in upcoming sectors such as waste, energy, sustainable energy, um, and so on. So it's not going to be as simple as replacing jobs, but it does mean that people have more options. Also, a job, for example, as a horticulturalist, is a lot less risky than a job which requires you to go hundreds of meters underground and, I don't know, hope that you can get back up to the surface. Okay, so let's dive into the second number of the week, 
31. Now, you promised me no deaths this week, so I'm hoping this isn't a number of deaths. No, it's taxes. Oh, taxes, right. No, I'm kidding. Look, I promise no deaths, but this is not a this is not a positive stat. So 31 is a percentage. It's the percentage of youth graduates that are unemployed in 2019. So here we're speaking about young people who have already overcome the hurdle of funding and obtaining a higher education degree or diploma, but still find themselves unable to find a job. Okay, that is a high number. Is it really that high? 31% of university graduates are unemployed. It is that number. Uh, according to a Stats SA report this year, that was the number um, in the first quarter of 2019. And that's actually up from youth graduate unemployment last year. So it looks like unless we do something to create more jobs for young people, we're going to find ourselves with a really big problem as young people going forward. I mean, we're already we're already facing a lot of problems. Okay, great. Well, thank you for that. Um, let's finish with the third number, number twenty. So twenty is a time span. It's a time span of twenty years. Now we use the example of how many potential jobs there are in the biodiversity sector. But more broadly speaking, if South Africa pursues these and other climate jobs for the next twenty years we could potentially reduce our emissions from where they are currently by 76%. So 20 years of climate jobs, 76% reduction in emissions, more youth job opportunities. So it's going to take us 20 years to get there. Yeah, because we're talking about a slow transition. If we just, you know, tell people, okay, we're closing all the mines right now, what are people going to do? They don't necessarily have the skills at this point to go and work in different sectors. It has to be a slow cross over to these different sectors. Is 20 years fast enough to reduce the emissions by 76%? Because the way I understand it is that we have to do it a lot quicker, reducing these emissions. Again, we, we live in a global society, right? South Africa, I mean, we might reach our targets, but if other countries don't reach their targets, that means that globally, you're still going to have increasing temperatures in changing weather patterns. And a lot of what we've already done has contributed to the kind of change that we're likely to see. But these opportunities or these sectors are also scaring us towards an adaptable future. So a future where we're better able to adapt to whatever challenges come our way in terms of changing environments and weather patterns. A quick note on how the show works. Be sure to subscribe to Colourful Numbers by putting the number 0818041274 in your contact list and sending a message to that number. And for the friends and family you think will be interested in the show, you can forward the entire show as a voice note within WhatsApp. You can also subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. That number again to subscribe on WhatsApp, 081-804-1274. You've been listening to Colourful Numbers, the show that tells the stories behind the data. It's brought to you by Volume. Check out more at volume.africa. And it's goodbye from me, Lutfia Suleiman. And me, Paul McNally. Cheers. Bye-bye. A secret society of South African women killing off their husbands. Forbidden lesbian love in Nigeria. The sinister Stellenbosch Mafia. Books are your key to finding out how the world works. If you've enjoyed this WhatsApp show, try Read This, a new book show brought to you by the Johannesburg Review of Books and Volume. To subscribe, add the number 082-382-1222 to your contact list and send us a message on WhatsApp. Uh-huh.